Thank you for joining the ZenCare podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn more about us through zencare.org. Dogen returned to Japan that same year. I wonder if he knew about that. And if that might have been part of what brought him to leave China. Who knows? And he went back to the temple in Kyoto where he had previously trained. And the first thing that he wrote was this universally recommended instructions for Zazen, or sometimes called Zazen for everybody. And it's a very short text that emphasizes the importance and very clear instructions about how to do Zazen. And he wrote it in Japanese, which was unheard of at that time in Japan. And caused a lot of problems for him. Because the Buddhist teachers at that time would all write in Chinese. And soon after he wrote it, people took a lot of steps to suppress his teachings. And some say that there were attempts on his life for doing that. 
come from a lineage of people who took risks to do things, to realize what was true for them and were willing to risk everything. It's very inspiring to to practice thoroughly and willing to risk your life for it. It's not a casual kind of practice. Willing to bear your neck. So he moved out of town almost immediately to a very small city called Uji, where he wrote for a time before he was chased out of there. I just wonder about our own willingness Yesterday, in our foundations training, a friend of ours, Leslie Noyes, was teaching, and people said, well, what, you know, what's the most important thing, basically? And she said, the willingness to change. The willingness to put in the effort to practice which is never an arrival experience. We live in a world and we live in a tradition also where people get into trouble and do unskillful and harmful things when they think that they're done. Dogen says at the beginning of Fukuhatsu Senji, the essential teaching is fully available all the time. Even when you feel like a demon is driving your car. It's available then too. And he says, how could effort be necessary? This was Dogen's great question that began his practice when he was a boy. For already perfect, complete, lacking nothing, why practice? So here he is again, the first thing he's writing. The essential teaching is fully available. How could effort be necessary? Furthermore, the entire mirror is free of dust. Why take steps to polish it? <coughs> Which is, of course, an echo of Huining. He's paying homage to the sixth Zen ancestor, also holding his question as his question. He says, nothing is separate from 
this very place. Nothing. Why do you journey away? So in our zazen, you might notice you journey away. Like you're feeling your breath and then suddenly you're somewhere else. Having brunch. Finishing something. Getting caught in some story. And then we can come back. Bodhidharma says, not thinking about anything is Zen. What he means by that, though, is it's not that we're not going to think, but not attaching to your thought. Not following your thought. Because the brain just creates thoughts. He says, once you know this, walking, sitting, or lying down. Everything you do is Zen. Once you're not following thoughts and moving away from what you're actually doing, this is Zen practice. Some people talk about off the cushion. Where's that? Dogen says, and yet, if you miss the mark even by a strand of hair, you're as distant as heaven from earth. So sitting down and having a meditation practice is one thing. But what you do while you say that you're meditating is what really matters. It's nice to like, where I get up and sit on a cushion and feel like a special person. But what we're doing actively on the cushion actually makes it whether we're actually just sitting, happen to be sitting on a cushion or actually meditate. And I love his acuity of attention. That even if we're a little bit off, it's like heaven and earth. He says, you could be proud of your understanding have, and have abundant realizations. Or acquire outstanding wisdom and attain the way by clarifying the mind. Sounds good, right? He says, still, if you're wandering about in your head, you miss the vital path of letting the, your body leap. So we can get so caught up in special experiences. I love that. You could be proud of your understanding. Oh, I have such a good understanding of what the practice is about and have abundant realizations. I know what this is about. I've had all these special experiences. And acquire out 
upstanding wisdom and attain the way. And he's like, you're still can be deeply up Shit's Creek. That's not what the practice is. It's not about accumulating anything. And I love, you can, if you do that, you miss the vital path of letting your body leap. Being thoroughly in your experience. <laughs> so great. It's kind of cute to have our thing. We're like, I can't do that. It's too hard. It's so hard, this practice. It's so hard. It's cute. To me, it's the everything matters about how we participate in it. all the kind of things that like, oh, you know, some of us have like one thing where we like feel like, oh, I'm so bad at this, or I'm so good at it, or I'm struggling. That's life. That's just being in the waves of things. morning at the gym, I was bench pressing. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. And then, uh, and Kenny, my trainer, put on these certain amount of weights, and I was like, who is that for? <laughs> it's so cute, you know, like those things like, oh, like that can't be for me. But it's like, to me, it's like such a, you know, like that attitude is just so helpful to catch and actually have tenderness towards. Like that part that we distance ourselves from whatever is in front of us. This experience is not for me. This is for somebody else or at another time. Later. And to me, like, being in the gym is just like constant learning. Because I used to really identify myself as like not really someone who goes to the gym. That's not me. And as often he says, my trainer just says, just fucking lift the Just do zazen. Just come back to the vital path and allow your body to leap. Like it's sweet to have that idea like, oh, I know it's too hard or it's too difficult or 
like, okay, but how much are we going to entertain that? And for how long? We could, of course, entertain those kinds of thoughts for a lifetime. Dogen says, the zazen I speak of is not learning meditation. It is simply the Dharma gate of enjoyment and ease. So it's even if you come to like some idea of meditation, even, that's not it. We're missing it. How do we enter the Dharma gate of enjoyment and ease? But notice he does not say comfort. It's the enjoyment that you can experience what you're experiencing while you're experiencing it. That kind of joy. You can feel great sorrow or great demonic feelings. You can feel great joy. And it's the joy of just having access to the whole range. Shenra Suzuki says, I discovered what is necessary. Absolutely necessary. Do you want to hear what it is? To believe in nothing. There you have it. This, he says, we have to believe, that is, we have to believe in something which has no form and no color. Something which exists before all forms and all colors. No matter what God or doctrine you believe in, if you become attached to anything, your belief will be based more or less on some self-centered idea. That's why I love Zen so much. Because it really is not a belief based practice, which makes it more challenging. Learn how to believe in nothing. When you've understood this scripture, throw it away. If you can't understand the scripture, throw it away. <laughs> I insist on your freedom, says Jack Kerouac. <coughs> what are you waiting for?
Dogen says, having received a human life, don't waste it. By passing all your moments. Honored practitioners of Zen, please do not grope for the elephant. Try to grasp the true dragon. <coughs> Don't wait. Ikkyu says, like vanishing dew, a passing apparition, or the sudden flash of lightning. Already gone. Thus should one regard oneself.